thank you so much welcome on here i'm excited to have you i believe we've hosted you again on one of our earlier lives that was even before we launched our podcast it's good to have you back a uh, new beginnings and welcome everyone just tell us where you're joining us from tell us your country tell us your location we have Cindy Bayene with us she's a digital media strategist and we'll get right into the conversation so Cindy tell us a little bit about you as a digital media uh, strategist Well, <laughs> I've been in this industry for the past 3 years and growing. It's something that I've come to love and enjoy doing. So I'm just looking forward to the future years, more technology, more innovation and growth at the end of the day. So it's a quite an interesting career to be in. It's quite a place where you have to be dynamic, always ready to learn, always ready to grow and expand yourself. So it's been quite a journey for me. I love that you call it interesting. I picked up also dynamic. So, Cindy Bayene happens to be my younger sister, okay? <laughs> And this girl was not the creative type. She did not like to draw, she did not like to do none of that creative. She did not like to write, but here she is in this field that she calls creative, interesting, dynamic, you need to think on your feet. So, take us back to that 15-year-old Cindy and give us more detail on your journey to this place now. Well, fortunately or unfortunately, you have to tell the truth because I'm your sister. I was with you the entire journey. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. I have to tell the truth. Well, right. I wasn't planning to lie. As you said, honestly, I had no idea what I wanted to be or who I wanted to be. I think when I was 16 or 15, I was still very confused, still very much grooving with life. moving with the wave of life um had zero understanding of anything that was outside my bubble and so i think on some level i did what everyone in terms of my parents said was good my parents were like mathematics and you know physics mm-hmm. <laughs> and all that stuff and so i was good at that stuff i was good at math guys i'm not bragging but math has always come so easy to me and it's yeah, something yeah. that i've always enjoyed but things like writing creating eating coming up with ideas they were a struggle on some level because i had to either sit and create this atmosphere like if i want to come up with anything creative i need to do it in the morning when it's quiet when everybody's asleep and i literally feel like it's just me in the world when i grew up right after high school and i needed to figure out what i wanted to do i basically did not have any direction or help in understanding what i wanted to do and so i went to pr and as i continued to grow i kept telling myself so i've always been good at math but now is a good idea to try out something I'm not good at and PR which involves a lot of writing it involves a lot of you know coming up with a lot of communication stuff um was something different to me and so I kept telling myself that I've been good at math let me try something different and right now I'm actually proud of that decision because I see people moving from one career to the other it's like at the end of the day what was the point of that degree you know because doctors are now becoming influencers and engineers are becoming sales people so at the end of the day i think a degree was just to help you get to the next level but it doesn't really define your future that's where i ended up and then when i was doing my internship at one of the media houses in kenya i happened to attend an event a digital i think a digital awards week something like that but it ran through an entire week and that's when i discovered a passion and an interest for the digital for technology it's when i actually interacted with the 
back end of all of it you know the fact that there is marketing like you have to have your data you need to track your consumer you need to know what they're thinking you know you need to know where they are so you can be able to target them you need to target them appropriately coming up with the right creative the right content and things like that and that was really interesting to me so eventually i decided to study that um online courses met up with mentors and that's where i ended up and i love it so far Okay, I'm glad. And so I took the writing gene, that's for sure. Yes, <laughs> you, you did. The math gene, guys. Let me tell you, Cindy does all the accounting work for our businesses. You do not want to have Cindy's debt. She will come with all the math. You will not have any questions. You will just pay Cesar what belongs to Cesar because she's that good. <laughs> But yeah, bringing it all together, you remind me of conversations that have happened in the previous series. So for those who are just joining us this is the third episode of the storybook podcast for the Africa Youth Month series and one thing i'm noticing that all the speakers have talked about up to you is ending up in a random event internship that packs a certain interest and then you take the initiative to pursue that interest and it grows into passion mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. necessarily an area that you maybe studied in perhaps just a little pinch of what you studied but then what you studied lay, gives you a foundation of how to take that on but still pursuing your area in digital media and I'm glad I'm glad that you love the space I think you're very suitable it suits your personality it suits your energy in general as a person so this conversation is befitting the guest is befitting for this conversation uh, so welcome everyone who's joining us we are with Cindy Bayene from Kenya she's a digital media strategist who's talking to us about the lie behind instant results Cindy out of curiosity do you consider yourself an honest person yes oh. i do <laughs> that okay. question definitely caught me off guard i feel like you're about to come up with a story like remember that time <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not going to pull a big system move okay just usa namaste <laughs> yeah okay so do you feel that digital media has played a role in your level of honesty or authenticity mm-hmm. as a person you can speak to this at a career level because i know sometimes you can go into a field having certain values but then you meet the sector is set up a certain way you do consider yourself an honest person but do you yeah. think that digital media or you being in this field has impacted how honest you are I wouldn't say so honestly I think something that I would say I'm actually quite proud of is that I've been able to hold my values uphold my values even in my career I'm passionate about solving problems for businesses with that it's really hard to lie to someone and see that they're not solving their problem and at the end of the day be proud of myself so essentially right. I can't do it it's really hard to do it at the end of the day on top of that the other person that you're having a conversation with on the opposite side of the fans really knows what they're doing they know what they want so it's not easy for you to trap anyone into making any decision we can mm-hmm. smell and sense inauthenticity from okay. anyone i think about it like for instance if you're watching a movie and you just have a hunch that the actor or the actress is not being authentic or you just feel like they're not a good actor or actress like right. you you've <laughs> not finished that show trust right. me you're going to end that show there and then and so right. in life it's the same way like we have 
this gift that we've been given some people say it's stronger in women but i think even men have it but we have right. this gift where we can sense when something is not a hundred percent right with someone so the last thing i ever want is anyone to think that something is not a hundred percent right with me especially in the professional industry i think honesty is key I think also on the other hand, there's the fact that your results on come from the work you do on digital media has analytics and numbers to it, right? So I mean, exactly. uh, you can sell a fairy tale, but at the end of the day, the numbers will speak for themselves, right? Exactly. And then the other right. thing you don't want to do is after you've had a conversation with someone, you've helped them solve a problem, and then the problem isn't solved probably. The solution that you offer doesn't work for them. That means you lose that client. That that means you lose their trust that means they will probably never reach out to you when they have another problem so it's never a good idea i think relationships are more important than closing a deal making a sale or just making the next easiest move rather than building a relationship with someone that you can chat with after five years hey look i have this solution for you are you facing this problem do you need this solution and then they will be open to it because they have a good experience with you but just to bring it on the other side that's not necessarily professional i mean from a social media perspective we all struggle to reveal our true selves to everyone right okay. i mean there's certain parts of me that i feel are me like the way i wake up yeah. <laughs> i'm not gonna post it uh at times i'll make a video a funny video of myself or something like one of the most the posts that i posted i had a sheet mask and because i have a really big forehead the sheet mask didn't cover my entire forehead and it felt so embarrassing but at the same time it felt so funny so i struggled posting that but then when i posted it like people were laughing and that was the intention of sharing that so i think at the end of the day i haven't found myself necessarily stuck in the trap of lying about my life on social media or even at work but sometimes you're tempted to keep certain things about your life hidden or separate and it's i wouldn't consider that lying you know what cindy in what you just said it actually brings me to my next point but let me and flesh it as I understood it. So on one part, you talk about relationships and I totally agree with that because as you know, I'm in the politics field and so many people are watching what I do on social media. So I can assume that a relationship is created there and sometimes it's a positive outcome, but sometimes it looks like being threatened. Sometimes it looks like, why did you post that? Sometimes you know mm -hmm. not from your boss. Yes. But if you have a good relationship with people, they understand who you are, your work, your line of beyond what's happening on the social media and it sort yeah. of builds your career outside of that so you talk about relationship on one hand and then on the other hand you bring up the aspect of like drawing the line between how much of myself am i putting out on digital media and what yeah. is the intention really am i giving enough to provide information and am i giving mm -hmm. enough to safeguard my you know my treasures my little treasures like you said you and your and your funny videos so from that context cindy what are some of the lies that you think the youth are for as far as uh, digital media is concerned just give us three 
Wow, where do I begin? <laughs> On one hand, I feel like social media has done a lot for us in terms of the generation that started probably with Facebook through to Instagram and now TikTok. I feel like we've enjoyed a lot of benefits. Uh, for instance, conversations around mental health, you know, digital activism, conversations about abuse, people just opening up and sharing their experiences. That has been amazing. Another thing we've been able to see is how people are thriving right mm-hmm. and that's also amazing but we don't get to see the sweat that goes behind all of that and right. i feel like this is where my first lie comes in like around instant results and the three of them that i'd point out is physical appearance probably relationships and i'd say lifestyle and that includes money and things like that so one thing that i have identified is that from a social media perspective there's this concept of you know minimum results minimum effort maximum results and i feel like a lot of the youth have fallen into the trap of doing absolutely anything to get that soft life including selling yourself yeah including just going yeah. above and beyond the necessary right. you know it's like uh, now we want to get things at a snap of our finger and it's not life like that's not what life is so i saw this video of this man and he said that a lot of people are rushing and rushing to a destination but when they get there they're going to be so disappointed because the entire thing was about the journey so it's either we're rushing to get that soft life you know to have that house and to live lavishly but we're forgetting that it actually takes work real work i think about it this way for instance if i'm a christian so i'm definitely going to bring up someone from the bible so for instance david when he was anointed to be a king he would have left his parents house and gone straight to the palace and be like Saul look okay you need to get out of my throne but what did david do David still had to take care of the sheep. When he was done, he went to be a warrior and then he started to play the harp for Saul. After that, he was in exile for a few years and then he actually got to get the throne. So, I think the process is necessary and a lot of times we don't live like that. So, from a lifestyle perspective, the soft life, money, it's a quite a difficult topic to discuss because everyone is has this ideology of uh, do you boo boo, but I feel like we need to call out wrong and the moment wrong things are happening around us and we are quiet and we're just like do you boo boo it's just not right that's one and then the other one is around physical appearance it's like we all want to now look the same we all want to dress the same and i love that there are trends i appreciate and love fashion but i feel like it's also important to allow yourself to communicate your sense of style and to tell your story in your physical appearance differently and not to make anyone who doesn't look a certain type of way feel and beautiful it's, it's really not fair and then what was the other one that i mentioned so lifestyle physical appearance mm-hmm. and relationships i feel like we're living in this bubble where we think that you know we're just going to find the man of our dreams or the woman of our dreams and we have after and we're going right. to go on vacations i don't know we're going to marry the rich man or marry you know a nice chill woman who will be submissive i don't know whatever it is but i feel like there's a lot of self work that goes behind finding a good partner and we do talk about it but i feel like maybe on the ground much of it is not happening we're not seeing a lot of people actually deal with their issues you know go to therapy address their concerns like deal with their trauma
trauma so that when they do meet somebody that they will fall in love with or that they're meant to be with they can be present and build that wholesome relationship that is real not social media it's a real relationship right. that behind the scenes it's real the same way you treat each other on social media it's the same way you treat each other in the house so i think that's another lie that we are really living in don't you just love stories stories shape how we understand the world our place in it and our ability to change it we are all products of our backgrounds perceptions and experiences which all form how we interpret the world so we all have unique stories to share what are we without stories if you're a sucker for inspirational stories you'll feel right at home at the storybook We are a creative enterprise with a social purpose to inspire, educate, mentor, entertain, and influence the youth in Africa to make informed decisions on their healing, growth, and development. Our message is simple. Every youth in Africa can attain the lasting change they desire in different aspects of their lives, and we want to support them in their journey. Messages delivered as stories can be up to 22 times more memorable than just facts. So, at the Storybook, we leverage the transformative power of storytelling. We can all agree that for change to be lifelong, it has to start in the mind. So, we keep our stories unique, fun, engaging, and memorable. Just how the mind likes it. You too can join us to transform the lives of youth in Africa through stories. Every quarter, we run youth empowerment and mobilization projects through which businesses owned by young people in Africa are supported by the Storybook, either financially or through publicity. Nominate a young change maker today by telling us how they've changed lives in your community. We also welcome partnerships and sponsorships. Furthermore, We accept stories under these categories all year round. Young and on fire. Note to younger self and dear diary. To learn more about the categories and drop us your story for inspiration, visit our website www.thestorybook.whitneymwangi.com. So, that's our story. What's yours? Be sure to connect with us on social media. at the storybook underscore ENT on Instagram. The storybook ENT on Facebook. At storybook underscore ENT on Twitter. Let's keep the conversation going. We just can't wait to hear from you. Wow, that's fantastic Cindy. And if I was to bring it together, so minimum effort, maximum result, and then the competition to get somewhere like money making etc and then the aspect of relationship. Yeah. You paint a picture that everyone is in a hurry to arrive yes. somewhere. And everyone wants to arrive there before the other. And yet we understand mm-hmm. the whole process of life at every one point there is a teacher and there's a student. 100%. So, What do you think is the thing about digital media that amplifies that creates this environment of competition? Is it because there's a lot of content coming around the same time? What do you really think is inspiring this facade? 
Um, I mean, it's really hard to tell, and I wouldn't blame the social media platforms because it's not the instrument; it's the people using the instrument. I would say, mm. and I think realistically, if you like traveling and then you see someone in Bali and Dubai and all these things, you want to achieve the same thing, but you don't need to let it get to a point where it's consuming you. You can do absolutely anything to get to go to Dubai. Does that make sense? Mm. So I feel like on some level, yes, it is bringing up this thing because how I think of it is it makes you dream big. So if I see another girl probably working at a company that I'd love to work and living her best life and going to restaurants and everything, and I'm like, oh my god, I could get there. So that's how I choose to think of it rather than what way. Like I will do anything to get there and have this sort of idolatry mindset where someone else's lifestyle becomes like a a god to you that you have to achieve. So I wouldn't necessarily blame it on the platforms. And then at the end of the day, this is so many people from different backgrounds with different values meeting at the same place, meeting on the same platform. We all seem to be interested in the same thing. It's like we all want to travel, we all want to live lavishly. And so it's just why are we all guided by the same thing? <laughs> why is everyone's goal <laughs> the same thing? So I wouldn't necessarily blame the platform because at the end of the day they have brought us together. They're helping people make money. They're helping us learn from each other. There are certain platforms where you can get to learn, get advice, heal, grow. So while there are some people who are using the platforms for good, there are also some people who who are not necessarily using the platforms for good. I like that Cindy and you mentioned it it boils down to a values issue. Like what are your values and what anchors you onto that? I love that you bring up the story of David. We were actually referring to him a lot in our previous episode of the Africa Youth Month uh, series for the Storybook podcast because it sets an example of a person who understood the season they were in. If I remember correctly, two of his brothers were soldiers in Saul's army, right? and they left him to go and be a shepherd he could easily say oh i'm from this house look i'm about to fire up everyone and you've given a good example of him knowing that he's king but choosing not to fall into the wave of being driven by social media and i believe i mean just thinking about even the beginning of the bible stories thinking about genesis this was the first trap that human fell into there is a difference between what you can do and what you will actually do there is a difference between what you have access to what you can do with it and what you should do with it mm-hmm. right and from what you just said it seems as though the lines are still blurred we are yeah. all over the place you know doing everything and nothing at the same time so how can the youth make sure that they are using digital media platforms and utilizing its access in a purposeful way i think mostly it depends on what your goal is the end of the day because some people will be using it to get clients all sorts of clients some will be using it to share their views and their passions around certain things like for instance activism so i think at the end of the day it's just reevaluating what are my intentions when you're about to post a picture or a video what is my intention why am i posting this is it for validation am i looking for people to like my me make me feel like i'm good enough or am i just looking to share and be happy and celebrate myself and how i feel and then again another thing probably to ask yourself or take a pause and just ask just to check to make sure that you're on the right track is that how will this be beneficial to the person who is watching and how will it impact them so 
I took some time to think about that and I divided the different platforms that I am on. Some of them are more focused on from a professional perspective and others from a lifestyle perspective. But even from a lifestyle perspective, I like to tell the story behind the picture so that you don't just see the picture and you're seeing okay, so she's living her best life because trust me, I'm not going to post me when I'm not living my best life. <laughs> okay, right. I'm probably not. So, I like to post the story behind the image. A lot of the time when I post a video and I post a image I tell what was going on in my mind maybe there was a season that I was going through maybe there was something that I was thinking about I think sharing that makes my platform feel purposeful to me because I'm not carrying a lie I'm not showing a lie I'm also telling the truth in my caption and expressing my story when I was taking the picture or sharing the picture I like that in the end I believe that ties a lot of intention to what you do and I'm sure that it has impacted your content as far as quality and authenticity is concerned so thinking about people who are still lost there in between the lines oh my god what is my social media for or they've just not thought deeply about it what are some practical steps or skills that you would offer you would recommend to the youth to help them make sure that that line between you know I want to put out content consistently but i still want to be authentic and i still want to produce quality uh you yeah. talked about self reflection looking at your intentions we earlier on talked about values where are you going where are you coming from what do you want to achieve and who are you as a person we talked about identifying some of the lies that digital media is pushing in the form of results so are there other practical steps Cindy, that you would recommend for them to make sure that you're present but intentional I definitely recommend just breaking down your different social media uh, platforms that you are on and then identifying what you want each of them to do for you. I do believe that online presence is important especially in this day and age. So just figure out what you want each platform to say about you. And then it's also important to identify what is your unique story and what is your unique voice and you can share that. Um you can also share and participate in different stories. For instance, if you are in interested in women's equality or activism or makeup beauty you can actually participate in those kinds of stories right but also just keep in mind that being authentic is important like we've said that we can smell in authenticity from a mile away we can tell when someone is pretending and not necessarily being themselves i know in this day and age it's very hard to be unique I feel like once we identify what it is that we like a lot of people start to navigate or make their content move towards that direction just to get numbers and things like that and I understand if it's business right but at the end of the day being yourself is unique um I had this quote that be yourself because everyone else is taken so if you want to be someone else then you're also using the platform in a false way because you are portraying yourself in a way that you are not so at 100% recommend and finding your voice finding your story that you want to tell on the platform and allowing yourself to be uniquely you no matter how that looks like hmm. you're only ready to get out after you're dressed up dress yourself and then figure out where am i going first <laughs> Yeah, we're yes. just going outside anywhere. You know, extrovert. <laughs> You're just dressed up. I'm going somewhere. I'm going anywhere. I just need to be out of this house. 
But I hear you saying before walking out the door, dress up, figure out who you are, what am I going to represent today, and step out. And again, it, it takes a lot of self-work. We really take for granted self-work and becoming self-aware. I think that's really important because when you're self-aware, you have accepted yourself, you have approved of yourself. It helps you even figure out how you want others to see you on social media platforms. It not only impacts your social media life but it impacts your entire life actually so i think self work is really important that is the beginning of healing is the beginning of self awareness it's the beginning of self acceptance and self approval and then from there you're able to communicate authentically on the platforms that you are on this is a very beautiful perspective i love it as you know here at the storybook we are very inclined towards supporting the youth to pursue healing growth and development to pursue yourself love on yeah. yourself and just make sure that you you know living your best life you're the best version yes. of you and yeah to authenticity you know it's interesting you bring this back and i feel that a lot of people don't see that digital media is not one person and then you another person mm-hmm. it's just you together but deciding which part of you correct deciding yeah. which yeah. parts of you to share okay i always remind myself that there are certain parts that i want people to earn right. i don't necessarily want to dish out everything about me on social media there are certain things that i feel like people should pay a price for and i'm not talking money i mean i'm talking consistency i'm talking honesty transparency you know chemistry connection you know whether in any kind of relationship there are certain parts of you that people should and um you don't want to dish out everything about your life on social media and thanks to everyone who's joining us this is we are speaking to Cindy Bene a digital media strategist who's sharing with us her tips and tricks on making sure that you don't fall for those tricks and lies behind digital media results uh Cindy just yeah. to go through the comments uh we have so from Nigeria I can pronounce that name correctly oh my god guys do not troll me and then hi um, Shane Anam says hi good to see you after a long while that's fantastic we have Collins Chacha saying hi good friend i like this and tell us in the chat where you joining us from snap harvest is having a good time here uh, listening to you if you have questions for Cindy please drop them in the chat if you have any comments for her please let us know what's going on Cindy has been talking to us about some of the lessons that using digital media and pursuing digital media as a career has taught her as a person so Cindy um we know we support the right to speech everyone has the right to be on social media right but then there's also the need to protect the right to privacy uh just a moment ago you said that as a person there are things that you feel need to be protected safeguarded there are treasure they need to be earned through honesty consistency you gave us up. so hey listen if you're just joining us and you're looking to win some things about Cindy she just gave you the cheat sheet okay do not get <laughs> the ball on us yeah okay um so how would you advise the youth to make sure that they are respecting the line between the right to speech and the right 
to privacy. It takes me back to that particular quote that there are certain parts that you need to let people to earn from you. And the people on social media, despite the fact that they always see what we're doing, they don't get to be with us on a daily basis. They don't get to be with us when we're truly happy and they don't get to be with us when we're not happy. So I feel like there are certain things that we need to keep under wraps. I always just remember the fact that things on social media, they never go away. Like whatever is on the internet, it doesn't really go away. And when people see those kinds of things about you, it creates sort of mental image that is negative about you. So I feel like in a sense, becoming self-aware means also becoming self-protective, knowing what you want to keep safe from other people's hands. I think anything that you don't want people to comment on, you don't want people to have a say on, don't share it on social media. When you share something on social media, doesn't mean that you're inviting somebody to comment. But we know in this day and age, we have the trolls, we have the keyboard warriors, we have people who feel (laughs) that their opinion is, you know, a masterpiece. Everybody must hear it. I remember one time I posted an image of myself and I think it was the first time I was ever body shamed. So someone just sent me a DM and she was like, hi, um, so you need to get rid of that cellulite on your legs. You can use this app that I've been using to Photoshop. And I don't know if she was thinking she was giving me hacks and like we're about to be best friends. But I was like, do not project your insecurities on me. And she got blocked. But (laughs) your opinion is not welcome. And so at the end of the day, if you don't want people to have to comment about your relationship, don't necessarily post it to become people's business. Make your own decision. I'm all for sharing love and all that kind of stuff. At the end of the day, I feel like those things are precious. Like there are things that you want to protect. So with self-awareness means identifying what it is that do I want to protect? What is it that belongs to me that I don't want to share with other people? And then safeguard that by not necessarily sharing it on social media. But another thing around freedom of speech is what we just talked about around trolls, right? And people Mm -hmm. who feel that they can comment on other people's lives without having any insight or not necessarily knowing those people on a personal level. I'm not sure who was talking about it, but someone said that a celebrity, a Kenyan celebrity met their fan and the fan was like, hi, you know, I love you and everything. But this celebrity, when he was starting out, he always paid attention to the troll. So he remembered that this guy was trolled me once. So he was like, yo, so you're now you're saying you're my um, fan, yet mm-hmm. you were trolling <laughs> me the other day. <laughs> and right. this is what you said. So the fan is like, oh, wait, I don't even remember that I said that. So people are going through so many things. And while um, social media is a great avenue to express what you're going through, I feel like there are certain times when you need to give yourself a break, take time off, and then just deal with what you have to deal with on your own and on yeah. some level i feel like people who have used social media for such a long time like people who started out with myspace and facebook as you started with facebook <laughs> we're starting to get- you're giving me a look listen sis do not start telling on my age okay i do not know about myspace thank you <laughs> that was not the plan that was not the goal but I started out with Facebook and I feel like some of the people around me, the ones I've interacted with who have kind of been using social media for a long time are low-key. They're kind of getting over it. I saw this article of, are we getting bored of the internet? It's a really interesting thing to think about. Like, are we finding new ways
ways of using the internet in a healthier way to give ourselves peace of mind and live a wholesome life that is healthy and beautiful and doesn't necessarily involve everybody on the world wide web. I feel like COVID-19, that whole lockdown situation really drew mm-hmm. people to the inside. Like it drew people inwards. So they had a yeah. moment to reflect on social media because I follow quite a number of people who mm-hmm. do growth kind of related content and I just notice a lot of depth. So I think mm-hmm. to your point, it's possible that people are thinking about what are some of the ways that I can not just be wandering aimlessly on social media. It needs to make sense for me. And what I hear you, Cindy, saying is that we need to stop looking at digital media or even or just social media as a place where we go to win others. We go to win others' validation, approval, affection, mm-hmm. but the place where we come when we've already won ourselves, we've understood ourselves, and we're coming yeah. to share the beauty, the overflow, with everyone, right? Exactly, yes. So that they can have information, they can know, you know what's going on, being able to just protect themselves. As you were speaking about your troll, I remembered one time I approached a lady to interview her on one of our lives for the storybook. And she just posted how I believe one of her parents, the only parent she had left had committed suicide. So she posted this on Twitter and I was like, oh, you know, we do this at the storybook and if you want to have like a talk therapy and just encourage people, I would be happy to host you. Oh, lo and behold, the amount of comments that came, oh my God, can you let her heal first? Can you let her grieve first? How can you? (laughs) And it's Mm -hmm. okay, I understand. But when I saw that, I was like, it's on Twitter. It must be okay for you to speak on it. You've done a thread on Twitter, right? It must Mm -hmm. be okay for you to speak on it. So it just made me think that sometimes we are the ones who create the wrong impression Mm -hmm. of what we are ready for, who we are, what we represent. And then we open the door for other people to now come in with place feedback and perhaps, and even not so misplaced, but Uh, offers and interactions so i think back to one of the points that you mentioned about reflecting on who you are and what you want to represent is very key in respecting Mm -hmm. the line between privacy and right of speech yeah yeah 100 percent yeah okay that was very lovely cindy it has me thinking about a lot i've never really tried to segregate my social media pages but this is something that i will definitely take into consideration so any last words that you have for our lovely young people who have joined us for this live Use the platform in the healthiest way that you possibly can. If there's content that, you know, creates a sort of a negative atmosphere for you, you know, block, remove, unfollow, do what's necessary to keep you in the healthiest place, um, space ever. So for me, one of the steps I've taken is that I have scheduled 15 minutes for each platform. So guys, I'm a TikTok addict. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, whenever I'm on TikTok, I have a timer. Yeah, you get TikTok videos from me all day, every day. I don't need a TikTok account because my tiktok is here. <laughs> but, and you can imagine all of that is watched in under 15 minutes. So, I have limited myself to 15 minutes a day on each platform. So, that's on Instagram, 15 minutes only, on TikTok, TikTok, 15 minutes only. Um, Those are the platforms that I really struggle with. So I have realized that it takes up too much of my time. And so I've set that limit for me. And the good thing is 
I'm actually quite disciplined except on the weekends when I have a lot of time then I will extend the timer but uh, on weekdays I found that I actually am able to keep that time so I'd recommend that we find more time to spend with the people around us engage with people get off your phone put your phone away Honestly, if you forgot your phone at home, would you die? Would you really die? You would not die. <laughs> Are you talking about <laughs> you, you know, uh so you just go tell the, the the whoever you're with to call your family and tell them you're good or DM them and tell them you're good. Then enjoy your day without your phone. Um so take breaks. Definitely take breaks breaks from social media and follow people who add value in your life. Follow people who add value in terms of your career. If you people who share about their career if you're interested in fashion follow them and something else that i learned from my mentor is do your social media audits once in a while just go who you follow do you add value in my life Mm-mm, you don't unfollow <laughs> are you a friend no unfollow so at the end of the day you want to create a community of people not a real community but like a social media community of people who will celebrate you and and bring good vibes to you and not necessarily make your life harder okay I love that Cindy and you have added so much value uh, to us for the people who would like to follow you where can they find you So you can find me on Instagram at @baycindy that's b e y cindy and then you can find me on Twitter at cindy bayene that's b e y e n e Okay thank you so much uh this was great guys as you heard Cindy is a quality time kind of person let's spend quality time and yet she's thriving yes. in the digital media industry so that means you can do it all you can be out there and you can still preserve yourself uh and she shared yes. quite a number of gems which this conversation we are having today Cindy or we, or we have had rather is very important because the statistic as it stands now average of 33 to 96 minutes a day on social media and that's mm-hmm. Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. We have not talked about your TikTok. Okay? Think about that. I hope that this information is going to, you know, support them and give them a bit of light for the future. And still, what I understand is that the global population that now has access to social media has hit it's almost 4 billion now, which yeah. is massive. Yeah. So it's a conversation that cannot stop here it needs to continue and we thank you for being a part of it. Yeah. Thank you for okay. having me. I'm so glad. Thank you so much. Enjoy your weekend. Guys, if you have any more questions for Cindy, please be sure to contact us uh info at the storybook.withnimwangi.com and we'll pass them over to her. Okay? Thanks guys for spending your evening with us. Ciao. So, that's our story. What's yours? Be sure to connect with us on social media at the storybook underscore ENT on Instagram, the storybook ENT on Facebook, at storybook underscore ENT on Twitter. Let's keep the conversation going. We just can't wait to hear from you.